Hey everybody, today is Monday, April 27th, 2020, and you're listening to Corona Talks. Uh. Yeah. up out there in TV land. It's J-Waves coming to you live from Ceviche Studios in beautiful Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Today's episode features a buddy of mine from what I can only describe as the MySpace days, aka the best years of my life. We're talking the late aughts, the OOs. This one's a real blast from the past for any North Carolina folks who are in the Triangle area slash Charlotte music scenes from like 2005 to 2009. Shout out to Snug Harbor, my favorite place to play in Charlotte. But Eric Dynas is here, the one and only Vaginas Dynas, Dinas the Penis himself. He's a big shot indie rock publicist or some shit, so you all want to miss this one. We get into all kinds of stuff, including the very, very controversial topic of an article that he wrote about me in 2010 that may or may not have resulted in me being slightly annoyed for five minutes. He was in a band called Black Congo NC that I don't think we ever mentioned by name in this episode, but he was in that band with George Brazil, who was our very first guest on Coronatos. So we'll be circling around that topic as well, like a shark circling Mandy Moore in 47 meters down. Hope everyone is staying safe out there. Every day I read something fucking scary, like we're going to run out of food soon, and the young people who get corona are dying from terrible strokes. Not from listening to the strokes, as Donald Trump originally tweeted, after some negative comments about the cure. Coronatoast at gmail.com has finally got its first opinion question about the concept of nagging. Shout out to the person who sent that in. Hoping to get a few more questions slash comments so we can do a bonus episode covering some shit like that. So if you need advice or have any other thoughts or musings about coronavirus or the show or anything else, please don't be shy. Drop me a line. Also drop me a line if you want to go out on a Zoom date. And by out, I mean in, I suppose. We could go in on a Zoom date because I'm single and ready to mingle. I've been working out every day. I just cut my own hair into an adorable mullet. My chest hair is the perfect length. I'm feeling like a damn snack, y'all. And I know this perfect window is only going to last so long, so I need to get my hooks into somebody while I'm still this cute. I was thinking that if you were single and not ready to mingle, that that would suck. But at the same time, I respect people who are single and okay with it. But like, what rhyming phrases do they have? So I came up with a few, feel free to use them, such as, I am single, very, and ready to dingle, berry. That's letting people know your hygiene sucks and it's best to be left alone. I got, I'm unfettered and ready to shepherd, which basically means that you're going to be a nomad now and that's a very harsh, solitary life, you know, just you and the flock, uh, living out in the plains. 
Uh, if you really love sweets, you can say, I've been deserted, but I'm a dessert kid. Um, you can celebrate your freedom by saying, I have no escort, but being alone is the best sport. And if you really just want to dork out and grub on the couch, you can let them know, hey, I'm unpartnered and ready to be a fart nerd. Speaking of dating, shout out to anyone whose pubes are the longest they've been in years. My pubes are so long, if I put a top hat on my dick, it would look like I have slash and a leg lock. My pubes are so long that they look like Spanish moss. My pubes are so long that it looks like my dick went to the salon and got extensions. My pubes are so long that when I walk, I rustle. My pubes are so long that when I get out of the shower, my junk looks like a walrus with one tusk. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And now, all the way from Bloomington, Indiana, we'd like to bring to the stage a close personal friend of mine, Mr. Eric Dynas! <laughs> you know what's, what's annoying me right now is that just for fun, uh, when I sent you the invite, I spelled your name E-R-I-K-K. I know. But I didn't think about the fact that I was going to see that the whole time that we were talking. And I'm like terribly, <laughs> terribly frustrated <laughs> that I'm talking to someone right now whose name is spelled E-R-I-K-K. It's a weird thing with Eric's that when you uh, you meet one, that's like just a, I've never met one with a double K, to be honest with you. But um, you meet one who's, you're like, oh, cool, Eric, another Eric. You know, who I'd say generally we're the bad guy in a film, too. It's a bad name. It's like Brad. Well, especially you know? if it's spelled with a K. But- you know, I was I was looking for some samples. I don't know. I, I never know what to do on these fucking things. So <laughs> I started poking around, and I remembered uh, Eric the Viking, and mm -hmm. I just watched the trailer to that. And man, that movie was hilarious. Do you remember that one? Uh, no, I, I mean I, I, Eric uh, Eric the Red is my namesake because my grandpa, my father left when I was in uh, prenatal. I was in the womb, and uh, you were in prenatal care. Prenatal care. <laughs> I don't know what you call it. I was in the womb. Uh, it was yet to be born. And uh, he split. My mom moved back in with her parents. She's pretty young at the time. She's like 22, 23. And she didn't really have a name picked out. Grandfather was like, let's do some Viking shit. Basically, you are named by uh, your mother's father. Right. And you are named after Eric the Red, who is a Viking. That's correct. But is that not spelled E-R-I-K? Sure is, but... I mean, they're common folk from north central India. Well, they spared they you. You probably would have got made fun of more. Uh, let's talk about your last name a little bit. In fact, well, let's tell. Before we go there, can we let's stay on the first name? But around uh, sixth grade, seventh grade, there's a new show premiering on NBC called ER, and I'm introduced to an actor named Eric LaSalle. And I see he spells it with a with Q. With a Q. And. I feel like my mind exploded on a much cooler name that I could have had. Just one letter cooler. That's all. Yeah, no, that's dope. Um, yeah. That's wow, man. Very good. You know, you you're able to get the deep, the Eric deep cuts in a way that uh, in a way that I can't because I didn't do that much research. You know, in my mind, oh, man, there's only the K. 
Um, so fucking yeah. damn. Hold on, we gotta, we gotta. We definitely gotta pop that off for spelling He's Eric. Prince Jerry Curl. He's Prince Jerry Curl and coming to America, man. Eric LaSalle. Damn. Damn. Uh, damn. Wow, man. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let, let's go into the last name. <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, your name is Eric Dinus, and Dinus is spelled D E I N E S. And that is pronounced Dinus, correct? Yeah, that's right. Now, I imagine that's a name that gets butchered a lot. And uh, I just want to know, as a youth, were you ever referred to as Dinus the Penis? Dinus the Penis and Vagina Stinus. Had it both ways. Oh, no! (laughs) Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Dinus Vaginus. Vagina Stinus. They led with the vagina. Vagina Stinus. Dinus the penis. Because if kids were nice, they could have come up with like cool nicknames for you, like the dynasty, you know? That was in there too. I mean, I have seen them all, baby. No, you're good, man. You're good. That's why, that's why we like you, man. You're very even keel though. I feel like you're, you're, you've got kind of that, um, that sort of serial killer energy though, you know, where you're like real calm on the outside, but on the inside, you know, there's like a storm a brewing. <laughs> perfect perfect answer so where uh tell us a little bit about yourself um for the people okay. who don't know just by your your name alone you are in bloomington indiana is that correct that's right i've been here for 11 years i've lived in bloomington indiana for 11 years and you relocated from charlotte from charlotte which is kind of how i got to know you yep and we're gonna we're gonna cover that in a moment so let's put (laughs) a pin let's put a pin in that but you moved to bloomington to work with a record label is that correct it's a a label called uh jag jaguar i mean it's a sort of a triumvirate of labels yeah it's a triple it's a triple threat right that's right uh kind of a a quadruple threat because there's a, a reissue label called numero group that's included in our uh included in our uh conglomerate okay so it's, it's jag jaguar <laughs> secretly canadian and dead what, oceans dead oceans in numero group they're based out of chicago mostly although um one of their uh one of their employees works here and we share like infrastructure with them and y'all kind of fuck with uh indie rock darlings indie rock darlings but you know some like way out there shit like one of my artists that i work with is uh jamila woods so i mean like it gets it, we explore all facets, man. Okay, good, 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 good. I wasn't trying to put y'all on blast. I just, uh, no, my, no, no. I, I didn't do my research on on. Boney Vare is Boney Vare is the big one. On yeah, the see, that's why people think Massive. the stuff that I just said. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mundo. Yeah. Perfect time though to segue into the origin okay, cool. story, and this is we're going to circle back to the very mm-hmm. first episode of Corona Toast with George Brazil. <laughs> And uh, yes. I'm going to play a little soundbite um, okay, in reference to that. I asked George Brazil, I said, how did we meet? And this is what he said. Um, I met you because of Eric Dinus and somebody that saw our band play uh, wanted us to connect with you and Shane Hartman because somehow he thought we were similar. We wound up hooking up with you guys. I don't even know how that <laughs> happened, but I was kind of along for the ride. and out of that me and you got to be good buddies and you know that's the rest is history why why were we all hanging out what what brought what brought y'all down was it did you because you didn't know shane so i really don't even know how how we got on each other's radar so dig uh so i was doing house shows at the place i lived at the time they veered towards the acoustic i must say 
I was kind of scared to just let it rip and alert the neighbors. Uh, they veered towards the acoustic, but I got kind of, I, I don't know. I was just, Ryan and I were working on one song that was very dance house sort of centric. And, um, and we were like, let's just play this for 15 minutes. Let's not do a proper set. Let's do this thing. We did it. It was fucking great. It was cool. Uh, Katrina. Remember Katrina? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, she was in the band at the time, Bo White. And it was a hit. It was cool. We like closed out the party with it. And then afterwards, a gentleman named Ned. Do you know Ned? Ned Brown. Brownlee? I don't know. I don't know his last name. Yeah, Ned's, Ned's the homie, right? Because Ned's good friends with Shane. Ned's good okay. friends with Shane. Yes. I, I've, I've never known Ned's last name. Ned's Brownlow. Brownlow. Yeah, Ned's, Ned's oh, the shit. Cool. That's a cool last name. Yeah, Ned is the shit. I believe he works at, um, or he's, he's worked at Snug Harbor for a long time. Yeah, that's uh, the last time at, I saw him. Was like, yep. I, yeah, he's a rad dude, man. Time. He's really yeah. cool. He came up, he's like, oh, man, I have some friends throwing shows in the Triangle area. You guys got to go out there and play that party shit. I'm like... Well, you know, that's not really what we do. It doesn't really sound like this all the time. And uh, he's like, I don't care. Just do it. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, and within a month of that or so, a couple months, a few months, we had a gig. It was summertime. Rolled up with my girlfriend, Lindsay Nagel, uh, Katrina, Ryan, pull up to your place. You know, you were on the bill. We got in touch beforehand. So, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was the peak of MySpace, where people are putting each other in their top eights. It's your scene. It's who you roll with. The it's best like times musician. of my life, bro. Yes, I agree. I agree. Same, probably. Except for the birth of my children. Uh, yeah, so we roll up. I think Lindsay and I take one car. Katrina, Ryan take another. I think we get there first, because I'm like, you know, that, that uh, psycho killer. Kind of like, need to be on time. Fuck. Yep, yep, that's uh, you. And... Um, uh, you know, I've been sitting in my office for two hours awaiting this call. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I know you have, man. Uh, yeah, for sure. I know you have. Have you bleached the whole room down? And, uh... Uh, I'm not like that kind. No, I just paste the joint. What uh, what type anybody. of skull are you drinking out of, human or animal? <laughs> I'm drinking out of a coffee mug right now. Uh, whiskey out of a coffee mug. Oh, um, man. Because I'm in the office. There's only so much shit you can Sure, that, that's, that's office man. That's very yeah, office yeah. yeah. And um, so anyway, we pull up. Dig, are we going to get into it? Yeah, man, do it. it. Do it. I okay. can't wait. We pull up. You know, your place is in my mind, how I can remember it, was in the country a bit. It's just, it's just in the country. Okay, like literally, cool. like if you're coming from the Chapel Hill side, it's like you cross the border into Durham wait, and the road. Same place right now? Where you're uh, no, no, no. Okay. But the place, okay. the place that you went to, I was living like Kind of a just duplex the, thing. Yep, Seems yep. like there could be a country neighbor and on your oh, side. Oh yeah, no, there's deer. What? There were deer in the, in the yeah. backyard chilling probably when you pulled up. Yeah. We come in, place smells like a certain sort of substance, heavy. Like, you know, it's in the cushions. You know, it's in the couch hide a bed. It is packed. It's inside the walls somewhere. You know, you're ripped as hell. You're slaving away on ironing some t-shirts for the night to sell some shirts. You hold it up. You're like, dig it. You understand what this is about? I say. No, I don't. I don't get it. One Wavos, there's a, a guy at a, kneeling at a grave type sort of illustration thing. There's a picture. What it is is, and <laughs> okay. I do that. You know, I've referenced this. I don't know who, who's listened. Who's listened? But for those that don't know, I had testicular cancer in 2006. Literally, like two months before I met you. 
Yep. And uh, one of my testicles had a, God, I hate, I, I don't even like the saying the sentence, one of my testicles. It's the worst. I hate the word testicle. One of my fucking nuts had a fucking malignant tumor on it <laughs> and it had to be removed and it was cancerous and blah, blah, blah. So the t-shirt is a picture of a testicle at a cemetery mourning. It's, 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 uh, it's, a, it's a sad testicle next to a grave. And essentially, it's my uh, right testicle mourning the death of my left testicle. Yes, exactly. You, and you quickly tell me this tale, you know. I think at the same time, you're like, are you guys like partiers? Do you need like Coke? You need some fucking shrooms? Do you need anything like this? And, I, and, and I'm like, no. I, I mean, yes, if you can get some mushrooms, that'd be dope. And you're just like, well, that, that'd actually be really tough. And I'm like, you know, so it's like how people can have two conversations, three conversations at the same time, like jumping back and forth between what they actually want to well, say. Well, I was nervous too, which means I was talking really fast and being same, like the same. overly accommodating host because four strangers have just shown up at my house. Just two, I think, at the time. Oh. No, the girls or... weren't there? If, dude, if the girls were no. there, I definitely would have been talking a lot. It was faster. Lindsay and myself. I think we showed up as a couple first. Okay, well, there was a girl, which means that yeah. I was... Um, I was amped. <laughs> okay, cool. Because um, I probably don't know that's your girlfriend. I might think it's your friend. I might think it's your sister. You know, I'm on 24 seven when there's when there's ladies I feel in the room. That. I feel that. Um, you know, and that's the story I hear. That's what stays in my mind, my friend. You say that it has a, that your the name of your your rap handle has is is it also a a, a a nod to that the one the one huevos. Well, I egg. make a joke. I make a joke. Okay. So let me let me uh, let's clear up the controversy for people who are a little confused right now. <laughs> um, man, so much to say. So my name Juan Webos comes from the fact that my name is John Gregory. People would mm -hmm. call me Johnny Greggs. People would call me Johnny Eggs. And then I decided to take Johnny Eggs and make it Spanish because I was I had gone through a bunch of different rap names. Um, at one point I was MC Escher, and then I realized that every fucking nerdy white <laughs> rapper dude, you know, called himself MC Escher. Um, I was doing John G for a little bit, um, but you know, that's just too, you know, it doesn't really jump off the page. So I took Johnny Eggs, I made it Spanish, I turned it into Juan Huevos, and I did that probably like early, maybe as early as 2000. So oh, wow. I had been doing that for six years before I got stricken with the disease, but I have made jokes about being like, ha ha, Juan Huevos almost sounds like one Wavo, which almost sounds like one ball, you know, take it how you want to take it. <clears throat> Oftentimes, uh, huevos is, you know, synonymous with nuts in, um, mm -hmm. in Spanish. So yes. the reason why this is a controversial thing for the two of us. At, yeah. I, uh, do, do you I might jump, jump in? in here real quick. I might. I might. Yeah. Jump in. Okay. So just like you were meeting me for the first time, I'm meeting you for the first time, you see? And I hear that. <laughs> and that's what sticks, bro. Like that's in my mind. I'm like, oh, okay. This guy, his, he's like really weird. And and then that was at the time. You still, I don't know what uh, the the piece is called when you. you yes, have I still had the um, yeah, the portacath. I still had yeah, that. I'm pretty under sure my you were skin. shirtless when we pulled up, and it Probably. was just sitting there. <laughs> it was the yeah. summer. It was hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and so you know, I'm like, oh, okay. We got a cancer rapper here, and he, and this is his vibe. This is why. This is how he rolls. And I'm like, okay, cool. That. It's never going to be scraped out of my mind as the truth, no matter what I just heard now from right, you. Right, okay. It, it's how it is. And um, at some point in time, after I moved to Bloomington, I think, there was kind of like this uh, regional magazine, Shuffle, covering the indie scene. Sidebar, uh, Stuart McLam is on the, the cover of <laughs> this particular issue. 
Um, and I posted that on Instagram when I was promoting the episode. And I've got the magazine right here. Let's see if I can find the uh, the date. It's um, issue number eight. Mm-hmm. And um, wow, I mean, you'd think that it would have like a, a date or something on the uh, cover, like a real magazine, but it does not. Um, I'm actually not not able to find a date um but i was living with jake at the time so i'm thinking it's like uh at the earliest 2010 okay. at the latest uh 2011 2010 makes sense because i i had i didn't start writing for that publication until i moved here um until i moved away from the carolinas some separation um, and I was just like, and I took a, a little, I was writing for a newspaper and I took a pay cut to start an indie rock. Okay. Friends. And I needed to make some extra scratch. So I started writing for this local magazine, you know, a regional magazine, North Carolina, uh, probably paying 50 bucks. And I probably got paid 50 bucks for that piece, man. Well, dude, I, j- I just went back and reread it and it's actually fantastic. Minus two things that I'm going to call you out on. Okay, great. And so I, I, uh, you know, they put a bunch of new releases in front of all the writers that kind of contribute. Uh, one of them was a uh, Juan Huevos. I think maybe you were putting something out around yeah, that okay, same time. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So I dropped, damn. Okay. Well, if this was around the release, I dropped that around 2000 eight or 2009 the album treasure bath because that's the photo that they used okay maybe not then so it, it wasn't a review it was like a it was like a front of magazine feature it was situation. dude yeah I, I made the cover my name is on the cover and i'm oh, actually dope. okay i'm actually literally the first article in the magazine well then friend that was yours truly just saying like yo you should cover this guy he's good yeah and, yeah no uh, i feel like you stuck your neck out uh on this one <laughs> and dude I, I felt blessed i mean like this is probably Publication-wise, this is the only glossy I've ever been in. You know what I mean? This is the only time I haven't been on fucking newsprint. Same. Um, my, my band was also covered in there at one point. Yeah, my yeah, band. yeah. My, my own, our only glossy. No, they were doing it right. It's a, it's a shame that this one kind of went under because they. Um, I felt like they were doing it right. Even uh, even all fucking Grayson Curran, he wrote the article on, uh, on Stu. And uh, Brian oh, Reed shit. is in here, and he wrote for The Independent. Jordan Lawrence uh, was writing for this oh, mag, man. and he was in Much he better was writers all around. Corby than Hill, truly. also uh, a writer for The Independent. I mean, this was this this magazine was Rick Cornell, who I think still writes um, sometimes for them as well. I mean, this was a North Carolina, South Carolina centric centric yes. rag. So exactly. um, basically, the controversy, all this this lead up to is. Um, uh, this line right here, um, in fact, Juan Huevos, parentheses, a pun and tribute to the testicle he lost to cancer, uh, close parentheses, is attempting a feat, blah, 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 blah. I just well, felt like this was like my coming out party, you know? I'm like, <laughs> this is, I have arrived, you know? Here I am in this glossy mag, and yeah. a guy who knows me relatively well has just butchered my origin story. Well... It doesn't say that's exactly where the name comes from. I know. As I read it now, I... I it I, says I, I, that <laughs> it can be taken... It is a pun and a tribute to the that lost... I think it nut. implies... I think it implies that that's what, where the name comes from. Yes, yes, yes. I, it, it is implied, but not said. I'm using some Trump tactics here. And I it was... Doesn't uh, ex- <laughs> uh, it doesn't say. It was a very good article. It was... <laughs> It was, it was a fantastic article. It yeah. was praised by music critics and fans. Yeah. Everybody loved it. it put um, him on the map. <laughs> put him on the map. Um, so here's the other thing. Here's the other thing I got to get you for, mm. though. Because this is something that journalists do all the time. 
And this is one of my gripes with what I will call music journalism. In fact, one time Grayson Curran called me, asked me what the lyrics were. I told him what the lyrics were, and then he still misquoted. He still misquoted oh, the lyrics. And you know what? It was only a word. But you know, dude, you, you, you're an artist. So yeah. you know that when you say something a certain way, like that's the way you said it. And just changing one word, it still fucks up the vibe. Yep. So you have wrote here, take this line from C-section baby. A cut from two. Th- I'm paraphrasing here. Uh, take oh, yeah, this I line like this from song. C-section baby. It. A cut from 2009's Treasure Bath. And you wrote, I gave my mama scars, and I guess it was prophetic because now I have so many scars that it is pathetic. Let me play the actual uh, line for you. My body got so many scars. Yeah, which is uh, important. It's important because now I have so many scars. I mean, that doesn't, it doesn't imply the physicality. And that, that line was important because I'm comparing my physical scars to my mom's physical scar. Yes, 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 yes. And it also says, I gave my mama scars, but I say, I gave my mom a scar. Mm. You're going to have to give, that's a gimme on that Yeah, one. I know. That, that's, that's phonetic. <laughs> that's a phonetic issue. I'll let you get away with that one. But um, the other line is just a complete, uh, a complete misquote. Um, yeah, well. So, you know. Well, now I'm, I'm here, you know, bringing some like uh, indie rock power player personality to your podcast yeah and man this it's, is my it's huge <laughs> it's huge this is where i make up for it okay and i feel blessed let me uh let me hit you with a god damn i uh, appreciate you uh, uh yeah. eric dinus is on my podcast all right um yeah, so yeah. listen you know this is uh this is a coronavirus themed podcast supposedly um yeah it's becoming that less and less but yeah, yeah. i'd like to stick to the script just briefly okay well we live in very similar cities i think if you're still like in chapel hill right yep, i'm Are in chapel you, hill okay. you know uh i think there's a little more industry happening in chapel hill than there is in bloomington but you know the the major college of the state we live in and um respectively it's kind of a ghost town vibe right now. You know, the kids split for spring break and they just never came back. Back, Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're not coming back. Um, you know, uh, prior to this, uh, call you know i did some like curbside pickup from the liquor store, you know, things are closed. It's like, you know, but it's also a really easy town to shelter in place. Who are you, who are you shacked up with? Well, I'm sheltering in a few places. And, uh, okay. See, that sounds, uh, that sounds dangerous right there, bro. No, 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 no. Back it up. Um, <laughs> put me, in, put me in my place. God damn it. Okay. Number one is my home that I live in with my girlfriend and my dog. Um, and she's, uh, she's a very careful, very considerate, very thoughtful person. Who's like taking this serious, uh, as photogenically. She looks like, uh, she looks like she matches that description. There's Good. um she's gonna be listening to this, so you know. No, I'm, I'm not saying anything bad. There's um there's a uh, uh a vibe, you know, uh a serious, um, tender yeah. vibe uh yes, I'd she say puts that. off. So I, she looks like someone who would uh not be frivolous in this important time. And I mean and that in not. a good way, not in a yep. shitty way. You know, and and, and a thoughtful I, I'm, person. Yeah. And so in the last couple of weeks I've been going back and forth to the store, maybe more than the average person would be if they were really being careful and I'm cashing shit for it right now. Um, and so, you know, that it's, it's that vibe. 
But I also, as we talked about at the beginning of our conversation, I'm not sure if it's going to get edited out, but I have two children. I didn't and, record that uh, part, but you can um, you can drop that on here. Okay. I have two children. They live in Indianapolis, which is an hour north, um, hour and 40 minutes north. And uh, I they go to their house and they come to mine. Their, uh, their mother is also um, being very, very careful about everything. And so collectively probably like sheltering in place together although we're all we're in two different households and they're coming here and i'm going there from time to time real question real real talk question are you is does the fact that you have children make this a lot more terrifying and are you terrified for your children um for the future of the world vibes not so much but i'm terrified for them in the um and not their health you know but i'm terrified for them like in the kind of like brain drain that could be happening uh, from being out of school. Because I think at their age, they're, they're first and second graders. And um, there's so much about school that's about socialization, I think, at that age. Yeah, homeschool kids are always weird, you know? It's a fact. I'll say, I'll say it right here on the fucking podcast, man. Homeschool kids are weird. Dude, I thought I had coronavirus this morning. And I know. I'm not even sure that I don't yet. Ready. And um, you said you've had some, uh, you've had a couple moments. So this, so I got pretty lit last night, and I, you know, I haven't, I haven't had Same. more than two drinks, really, two or three drinks uh, in a night. But I've been really wow. into eating edibles. But man, I, I was fucked up last night. So <laughs> I, uh, I woke up today, and I'm like, Ugh, not feeling so good. But it didn't feel. It didn't feel like a hangover. You know what I mean? Like my throat yeah. was kind of sore, and my chest kind of hurt a little bit and my, my body was kind of achy and I'm like, oh fuck day one, bro. Like this is it. I got the Rona. And then, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's been kind of a shit day, but now I'm, I'm drinking and I'm feeling okay again. But when I texted you and said, Hey man, I think, <laughs> I think I got coronavirus or maybe I'm just hung over. You were like, man, I've had a couple scares like that myself. Uh, you care to elaborate? No. And I mean, they're probably the exact same thing you're sort of explaining right now. It's like, you know, I have not stuck to two drinks a day, fortunately. I push it a little but what, bit. But what other drugs are you doing, though? If you're just drinking, then maybe it's okay. Uh, you know, we have some computer weed from uh, California that's pretty dope. Yeah, that, yeah. But, but that, that, like, I, I'm more of a weed smoker that I do it to send me straight to bed, you right. know? I don't do it to get creative. I don't write like that. I don't, like, uh, I don't love to watch an entire four-hour movie. Hi. By the way, when you say computer weed, you're talking about the future weed, right? The future weed. That- just, just a little pen with the shit in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. That's so funny. I love it. Because um, a lot of me and, and some of the homies, like, you know, we call that future weed. We call it new school. Like, uh, I've never heard it called computer weed. But that, that to me, that's the same as calling it future weed. So I think that's exactly. hilarious. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, if I go out to LA, you know, you can fly back with it now. Yeah. It's so It's so dope. Yeah, so cool. I mean, you know, I'm, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not, not worried about... Uh, about getting it, but, um, um, I'm good. good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, another sample I love, which I haven't really been using as much, but, um, this one's good. Uh, just say, uh, say, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. (laughs) (laughs) And I also have the other one where they go, L, 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 N, check it out. 
Um, in closing, bro, I could talk to you for fucking hours. Um, and maybe we'll talk. I feel like we, I feel like this is just, I know I'm torn because I like doing the short podcast because I think of like intention spans, you know, some of these podcasts, you know, like, Oh, I'm Pete Holmes. I'm funny. Let me talk to Mark Duplass for fucking five hours. You know what I mean? But like that, like, dude, did Joe Rogan experience? It's like a three hour fucking podcast. Like I ripped my hair out editing this shit because I, I'd like to take out all the like, well, I like to take out those mouth noises, I like to take out some of the ums and the what have oh, you. And I go crazy, good, good, good. but like, yeah, I feel like this is just getting good. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Damn. I do want to bring you to the, the tail end of at least stuff that I have planned. And um, if we keep oh, going, okay. then we keep going. I don't even know. Okay. This part might get edited out because it's not even important, but I, I loaded up the sample just to have the, the pleasure of, um, of sharing it with you. When oh, I God. think of your name, no, nah, it's not really that crazy. When I think of your name, um, Dinus. It always makes me think of this song because I like to sing it. Uh, let's listen to a little snippet here. Oh yeah. You're the dinus, the dinus. I see. Oh baby, you're the dinus, the Eric Dinus. Gee, I don't know some shit. You know what I mean, bro? You know what I'm talking about? SOS band. Can we just get Ryan's theme song off this app and start with that this time around? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we can. Maybe we can. Except, I'm just kidding. Uh, the good I'm kidding. Is- I love the man's work. I love his work. <laughs> so I wanted to play a game. I you coughed as oh, I said that. Fuck. So I wanted to play a game. I like playing games with my guests. <laughs> just I, kidding. <laughs> I, no, it's good. It's good because I, I can't edit that out. I, we're on separate tracks. I don't know why I thought I couldn't edit that. Um, I, I I wanted to play uh, fuck Mary kill with you. Are you ready? Ooh. Mm-hmm. Fuck Mary Kill, me, George Brazil, Arthur Russell. Oof, my dog. That's a tough one. Cause there's, well, listen, not gonna fuck Arthur Russell. Died of the AIDS virus. So that's gotta be out the window. <laughs> I know. I know what I think. I know what I think the obvious uh, the obvious answers are here. I'm gonna have to. Fuck you, Mary Ryan. Kill Arthur Russell because he's gonna he's gone anyway. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. That's a hard answer. That's my hard guy. <laughs> wow, dude. Goddamn. Not what I was expecting. I knew you were gonna fuck me. I knew you were gonna fuck me. Um I thought you were gonna kill GB and shack up with Arthur Russell. Uh, well, I a knew, lifetime you know, of incredible music. I mean, no offense to GP, but a lifetime of incredible music from Arthur Russell. I only did that because I was trying to double think myself and saying what you thought I might say and say, flip the two. Because I knew you knew that we'd be boning in that scenario. I have a confession to make. I, I, wanted to, I knew I wanted to play Fuck, Mary Kill with you. I knew okay. I wanted two of them to be me and George Brazil. I could not think of a third person. I contacted George Brazil. I said, who should my number three be? He said, Arthur Russell. We oh, debated man. We debated what you would say. You know, Ryan made a reference to me being fitter uh, than him. And I was like, yeah, he's definitely going to fuck me. Yep. He thought George Brazil was like, he's going to kill me. So, um, yeah, we figured, uh, yeah, fuck Wavos, kill George, uh, marry Arthur you, Russell. You, you want to know some psychology also? I, I wanted to fuck with you because I thought maybe you were intuiting I knew you'd decision. fuck me. Yes, but the other, the flip. I wanted to flip that and see. If yeah, 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 yeah. Well, but you got there me. was also there was also some little synapse in there that was happening that I was thinking about. Like, uh, he's a great. Uh, he has great hospitality, man. Been, he, he does, he, and I feel like that's a great husband. You want him to 
he'll be on the decks playing some songs for me, making cocktails for me, cooking for me. Yeah, you're and right. And I'm like, did you listen to I his get... episode though? Because sometimes he gets a little high and fucks up the uh, the cooking. <laughs> I did. I, man, I, I listened to that episode taking a hike. <laughs> oh, man. I listened to that episode taking a hike with my dog. Because uh, I was like, okay, if I'm going to get on this show, let's let's get to know it. Downloaded a few apps. Took a long, uh, like hour and a half long hike with my dog. And man, yes, the fucking up the food part, that happens. You know, we all fuck up if we venture out of our comfort zone from time to time. Uh, when he got a little too high on the app was the funny part to me. Because I've heard that laugh. Yeah, yeah. It's a particular, it, it doesn't happen to him very often, man, to where he can't. Do you know in. how much laughter yeah. I edited out? <laughs> like a lot. Like, oh, and like he was trying to like start, like a lot of false starts. Like he could not keep it together. Uh, like, you know, that type beautiful. of thing where you're like, I mean, I, I almost was like, like picked up my phone and started like scrolling because I was just like, dumb, dumb. <laughs> like, when's this motherfucker coming back? <laughs> Um, yeah, I edited out a lot of laughter. So that's hilarious that you recognize that laugh because he did, he confessed to me, I guess he kind of maybe confessed sort of on the show, but he confessed to me later that he had just, um, he had just, you know, done that and that he had done the non, he had actually done analog instead of digital and oh. that I guess he had been messing with digital lately and the analog like really got to him, oh, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. Man, I'm sure if I smoke some of the horrible right now, if I were to meet, 14 year old me and he were to hand me the marijuana that i was smoking in that era in indiana it would annihilate me i'd be curious i'd be curious to know what it would be like because you know back in the day <laughs> i dude i could smoke a joint by myself you know and and the stuff they have now i mean me personally i can't roll i couldn't roll a whole joint and smoke it you know till the end by myself i would be having major panic uh, situations, you know, I'm one of those people who like, sure I smoke, but like when I do smoke, it's, it's, it's minimal, you know, I'm not like driving around in a car by myself, like smoking a blunt, like baking it out, listening to like trap music and shit, you know I mean? Like I take like a, a hit, you know, yeah. I just might do that, you know, multiple times throughout, um, throughout the day. Yeah. I'm saying, I mean, I'm a, I'm a lightweight dude. Yeah. If it comes from the earth, I'm a lightweight. Peels, peels. I can take tons of peels. <laughs> That's kind of, that sounds when you say it like that, that makes it sound genetic. <laughs> you were born, you were born with a tolerance. I was born up in Peel country. Okay. Um, no, uh, but yeah, I feel like if it comes from the earth, I'm such a lightweight. Like one little stem of a mushroom, I'm, I'm having vision. Bruh, I um, I ate mushrooms a couple times when I was in uh, Honduras uh, recently, and it was oh my god, the bomb. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, I was in the jungle looking at like fucking like, fucking toucans. <laughs> Like through uh, through binoculars, you know, like <laughs> oh man, oh man, uh, uh, that's amazing. I uh, I the last time I did them was um, we got nom I went to the Grammys this year, bro. What? And, uh, we got nominated for four Grammys. Bony Bear got nominated. <laughs> I meant to hit the air horn, but that one works too. <laughs> no, I like that one Dude, better. Dude, <laughs> you went to the Grammys, bro? Oh yeah, it was fucking awesome. Yeah, it was great. And, um, did you eat a Grammy I, of mushrooms at the Grammys? You know what I mean? Did you eat a little Grammy, son? I ate a whole eighth all to my big boy self. No, you didn't. And I sure you did. You tripped it on mushrooms fucked. at the Grammys. No, afterwards okay. we had it. We threw an after party at this at this place called Gold Diggers in LA, and um, rolled up. My I have an old high, the only high school friend I've stayed in touch with, Ryan Hockenberger, and uh, give it up for Ryan Hockenberger. For sure. 
he pulled up. He goes, hey, man, I, I, you mentioned you wanted some mushrooms. Here you go. And I hadn't eaten all day because I'd been sitting at the motherfucking Grammys. I really had not eaten a meal all day long. I'd been having some drinks, hanging out at the, the, the Grammys. I was, it was also the day Kobe died, by the way, which was extra weird. So, like, that's on my mind. It's a weird day to be in L.A. at the fucking Staples Center. Like, there's some weird Wow, that's really intense, man. Yes. And so, I just, like... I think I grabbed that bag from him and was like walking around saying hello to people at this little after party, just like munching on like there was a bag of ruffles. And then before you know it, it's gone. I was having troubles. That's let's just say that. Wow, and, you know, Bubby. Amongst artists we work with, LA people I got to talk to, I had to turn a couple people away. I had to say, listen, I'm so sorry. This can't happen right now. I'm out of my mind on mushrooms. We'll call you tomorrow. Oh, my yeah. God. I love it. Yeah. Eric Dynas, yeah. live from Bloomington, Indiana. Are you in the Jag Jaguar office right now? Sure enough. Just by yourself, sipping whiskey out of a coffee mug. I didn't turn on any light. It was still sort of light out before we began this conversation. I'm sitting in the dark with just a computer screen. Just a soft that glow. That's right. Thank you so much for doing the show, man. Oh, it was a pleasure. I was listening to all your other guests, so jealous I didn't get to talk to you, and now it's it's done. Fuck yeah, bro! And shit, maybe uh, you know, maybe we'll do a check in. Uh, we'll do a check in oh, down yeah. the road, man. Or maybe I'll For just sure. take the uh, maybe I'll just take the uh, the mushroom story and make it like its own little like bonus <laughs> bonus like mini mini sode, you know? Oh, man. There are so many micro stories to that night that yeah, anyway uh yeah, okay well, sure. shit well, dude you know it. what man fans <laughs> listen uh if you're if you're feeling uh dinus's shroom story and you want more details hit me up at coronatos at gmail.com or find me on instagram uh juan huevos let me know that you want more of that story and uh we'll make it happen y'all it gets gross it gets real crev oh, i believe Uh-oh. it gets crev baby keep it crev hashtag All keep right. it crev Love you, J-Waves. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later.
<laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. So sure. I, I'll let well, you know. I won't let you know. I might have to put that on there. I might just put the yeah. sentence. It's looking meaty. Did you just masturbate in the shower? And and I'm like, no.